Let's get this week kicked off right. And remember, there's no such thing as the Mondays. You are now listening to Model Mindset Monday. What's going on, everybody? On this Model Mindset Monday, we're actually going to be talking about expectations versus reality. Now, the culmination of this episode was actually from our speaking engagement at the Summers Library, when at the very end of our discussion, we really had an engaged group. And one piece that came out about forgiveness is one gentleman touched on our expectations versus reality, specifically for relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what we want to talk about today is how to manage expectations. So let's talk about what expectations really are, right? So they refer to the beliefs that you hold about the outcome of events. While these expectations can play an important role in determining what happens and can contribute to goal-oriented behavior, they can also lead to disappointment when reality does not match up to what you had hoped it would be. That disappointment word in there, dude, I think is huge. I think that's where the expectations versus reality, I think people will oftentimes think of that word like that's their next thought is like, well, that leads to disappointment then. Like when you have too high of expectations. And I think that's a lot of what we want to get into today, man. Absolutely. It's almost like to temper them, but also mm-hmm. let's be real. Are they, are they realistic? Right. It's true. It's true. But I, you know, when I think of that though, I kind of have like almost the, the opposite thought about it. So, okay. Cause when we do our stuff, Right. And and not to talk too much about ourselves here, but when we do our stuff, my expectations every time are to do really well. And if we don't do really well, I I understand that's part of the process. So if something happens where we don't feel like we performed our best in something, I can accept it because I know, I just know sometimes that will happen. Right. Nobody bats a thousand. I get that. But at the bottom line of it, if my intentions, are good in my expectations, then I'm okay with it. I, I just want to have the right intentions going into whatever I'm doing. And if I know those are in the right place, then really nothing is too unrealistic. And we talk about it a lot where, you know, some of the, the best advice you could have is, well, what if it turns out better than you could ever imagine? And, but what's one right. of the worst advice, you know, you could have is be realistic. Be realistic. Yeah. You know, yeah. because it's it's something it's true. It's something that we encourage everyone who listens to us to be a little unrealistic sometimes. You know, it's it's, it's OK yeah. because that's kind of giving you that drive to get to where you got to go. So it's this whole conversation can branch off into so many other conversations. But yeah, the expectations versus reality can lead to disappointment. But if your intentions intentions are pure and what you're doing inside of your expectations, I think that could help maybe temper some of that disappointment. Yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's true. And which actually goes right into our first point really yeah. is when we're talking about how to manage expectations, which is become aware of your expectations, right? right? Yep. When you go into a new situation, ask yourself what you expect to happen, right? I think oftentimes we may not do that and we just kind of keep the expectations to ourselves and not really ask ourselves a good question like hey is it is this is this fair Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. 
Do you think there's a difference between expectations and hope? Hope. Yeah, 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 man. I mean, and I know we don't want to make this about ourselves, but I remember when I was bringing Theo to Monster Jam and I was bringing him, I had all this, I had all these expectations and hope that it would go well because it's right in the middle of his nap time. And my expectations were we had to create a, a great father-son moment. Um, and it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know? And I should have been more aware of, hey, you know, we're going during his nap time. Mm-hmm. It's, it may go south quick. Yeah, But right. in my head, I painted this picture that it was going to be some magic moment. And it turned out really bad. But it w- what's really weird too, man, is I did a terrible job of handling that situation. Mm-hmm. Where I, I took it, I basically, and I think I admitted this before, it's like I almost like took it out at him. I was very upset with him. Mm-hmm. When in all actuality is, he was three at the time. Yeah. He was tired. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted a nap. Right. And exactly. You know, and and that's something right there that that hits on all of this. Become become aware of your expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that can go with anything. That can go with going somewhere. That can go with you know inside of your relationships. All different things can be hit on on that point you're making there. And I think a lot of us, you know, in our everyday lives and people who listen to this, you know, I think relationships obviously are a huge part of everyone's lives. And a lot of the expectation versus reality stuff can be based inside of relationships too. And I think that hits home for a lot of people. Yeah, I agree with that. So what do you think about, you know, in the, in the world of relationships now, when we're talking about expectations versus reality, where, where do we fall with kind of saying, this is maybe the best avenue to take with your expectations um, going into and, and involving a relationship? Well, I think first and foremost, and I'm sure you agree with this as well, is, I'd say I dissect your own expectations. Are they fair? Mm-hmm. Are they fair? You know, are they? And then I would communicate them. You have to have an honest and open conversation with your significant other, with the person that you're dating to say, Hey, these are my hopes and expectations, if you will. Mm-hmm. And hear what they have to say, but also understand what their expectations are. Because mm-hmm. if you don't communicate your expectations and then in their in your mind they're not living up to them, mm-hmm. it's gonna create some sort of animosity, right? But yeah. yet your significant other unknowingly doesn't know that they're not living up to your expectations unfairly. Agreed. Yes. And a key point here, and really in any of your expectations, but I think it fits really well here because it can be affected maybe the most is your expectations have to evolve with your relationship, okay? Your expectations will not be the same as they were in the first two months of your relationship than they will be in the second year of your relationship. Those expectations will change. So having the flexibility and willingness to evolve with your expectations in order to live out your most understandable and um, I think most loving reality, if we're talking about relationships here, that's probably the most important thing you have to remember like everything in life it evolves but oftentimes we hold on to expectations that we once had and carry them throughout things and don't evolve with our own you know lives so those expectations have to evolve with you and your partner and part of that too with 
part of that evolution, you have to keep an open mind as well. I think with expectations in as a whole, you have to be able to like our behaviors because it is kind of, you know, a little bit of dipping into the behavior pool there. Your expectations come from somewhere. And, you know, whether it's in relationships or your professional world or personal world, wherever you have these expectations, they're developed from somewhere or somebody in your life. And so when you, when you kind of mentioned before, dissect your expectations, you know, dissect that, dissect that thought of where did my expectations come from? Who gave me the blueprint of what these expectations should be? And do I really want those to be my expectations? That's huge, man, because that just coincides with beliefs. Yeah. That's going, going back, questioning your beliefs. That's huge. Yeah. I totally, I believe that. So the disappointment factor of that on the back end now, because if, if you're not willing to dissect where those beliefs came from and you discover that those beliefs came from someone or a place that don't match your current belief system, you will inevitably be disappointed. So that's, I think, why it's an important part of it to, you know, maybe navigate that disappointment. A lot of it can come from maybe discovering on where those things came from. So please keep that front of mind while thinking and and going through your expectations of if where they came from don't match who you are as a person in your belief systems now, disappointment may be inevitable. Yeah. And remember, too, you can always change, too. Exactly. It may take some time and some work, of course, but you can always evolve. You can change that as well. Yeah. What What are some ways now we think people can help that evolution process, right? What are some things that people can do to curve their expectations to meet their current standards? Oh, boy. I mean, first of all, I think you need to... I mean, we always talk about practicing mindfulness, like practicing gratitude, right? Yeah. That's a huge one. That's a huge one. Just to understand, okay, I'm still very fortunate to have the life that I have, right? When you're practicing gratitude. Um, Even if you're disappointed with an event or an experience when you were hoping for something more, Mm -hmm. understand that, hey, you know what? Tomorrow's a new day. It can be a great day. Don't let today's you know, or to, you know, what's that saying? Don't let today ruin tomorrow. Some shit like that. I mean, it sounds right, but I don't know if that's the actual saying. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, man. Yeah. But I would, yeah. So practice gratitude, man, really reflect on uh, using mindfulness and the practices that we've talked about before, like journaling. I mean, that is huge. You and I always talk about that. I know you're in the midst of really honing in on your journey, journaling skills, if you will. Yeah. Um, but that's another great tool. I mean, again, meditation as well calms your mind. Yeah. That's another very helpful piece of information. Uh, I should say important piece to practice is meditation so that you can then control your thoughts and really reflect on if the expectations really match the experience, you know? Yeah. I think having, you know, whether, whether it's written down or in your head, have a thought out process or a plan about what you're trying to accomplish or attack. Because a lot of times we, we see the end goal and don't navigate the right way on how we envision ourselves getting there. 
our plans are so distorted and so dictated by what's around us that we allow those plans to kind of be taken, you know, for a ride and we, but we're not the ones driving. And yeah. so at that point, you have to really develop a, I don't want to say a step-by-step -step plan because that sounds a little crazy, but it really kind of is though. I want, I want whoever's listening to this to see and envision the, the journey and not the destination because that will help you with your expectations because they likely will change every step of the way, whether it could take longer or you get there faster and, you, and how you could get there faster or why it's taking longer. So every single step will matter in that process. And if you take time to plan that out, your expectations would be more likely to be what you're envisioning them at the end of that journey. And with the understanding that there's going to be some bumps in the road along the way. And, and to not, you know, and to not take that so uh, to heart yeah. that maybe if we're talking about like getting to a goal or a dream or something that you're, mm -hmm. yeah, that you quit, yeah. understand it's part of the journey. It's a part of the process. Yeah. Lean on your tools and your strategies to get you through. And yeah. this is part of it with your expectations versus reality is mm -hmm. practice gratitude, use mindfulness. Yeah. The next thing we want to talk about is don't make comparisons. You know, we mm -hmm. often talk about every journey. You you can't you can't compare someone's middle or end to your beginning. We always talk about that because when you're doing that, you're inevitably not going to even start. Because you see how this person is so successful, especially on social media, that you're like, oh, my God, I'm never going to get there. Yet it's mm -hmm. like, OK, you don't even know what their beginning looks like. Mm -hmm. All you see is their now. Yeah. And just just remember, every journey is unique. Every story is different, just like us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think on the opposite side of that, I think it's I think it's OK to reference other people and that's different than comparing you're referencing other people's journeys because you're going to need some kind of blueprint especially when you're 100%. trying something new you're going to need a blueprint okay what works what doesn't what's proven what's not and you're going to get that from people who are established a lot of times or at least just more established than what you've done so you have to be able to take a look at what their journey was and then make it your own, right? Build build your own road from that. But it's certainly going to help you if you're referencing other people who have done it before. And that comes with asking questions, which I know you, my friend, are great at. You love dissecting people's you know, journeys, thoughts, processes, all that stuff like that. You're very good at asking the questions because behind those questions are answers that are valuable to what you're trying to accomplish. And that is a crucial step. And, um, you know, developing your expectations here, you have to ask questions to get the answers that you need in order to accomplish the things you want us to want to accomplish. That was well said, man. And I think a part of that is just keeping perspective. You know, we usually call it have a mentor, you know, where you can admire from afar. But again, it's like your blueprint where you can yeah. keep that perspective like you're using them to under, not using them, but where you're referencing them to kind of understand, OK, this is where we need to explore. Perfect. But understand when you keep that perspective, don't let it beat you down. You're using it in a yeah. positive light. Next, consider what really makes you happy. You know, you may be overestimating how happy you would be once you have what you think you want. For a while, I was almost like, let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. And I'll be happy when I get there. I'll be happy when I get there, right? 
But what I've noticed is like as a side effect, when we've done these public speaking events or when we've done these speed and agility camps, self-educate programs stuff, it's incredibly rewarding. And you've got to really be intentional about being present, especially when you're working hard to make this come to reality. You know, we're, we're making it a full-time business. You've got to really enjoy the journey and taking those moments to reflect on and, and don't get trapped with, okay, I got to get there. I got to get, I get to that. I got to get to that pot of cold. Just, man, what do you want? Just remember, be happy. And, and is this what really is going to make you happy? Yeah. And reflect on when you are happy in those situations and you do something that did make you happy. Like in our case, our self-educator programs or our speaking engagements at the prisons or wherever we do them we do feel fulfilled after those and we do feel really happy. And then we, but we always at that point though, dissect our journey that got us there, our preparation that got us there. What could we do better? What, what did we do really well that we should carry into the next thing? Those things help your expectations moving forward in the future. So reflecting on the past is not a bad thing. Uh, if you're honest with yourself though, you have to be honest and assess the process. And that, that will certainly give you some clarity. So I, I love, dude, I love that. We don't take time to be happy. We take too much time worrying about what's next and when I love, you, I love how you said when, 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 because it's so true. People just that words and I get there there instead of being right now, what did it do? What did it provide me? How can I use that moving forward? Yeah. hundred percent. Last, I love this one, is practice emotional acceptance. Don't beat yourself up for feeling disappointed, okay? It's, it's an emotion. Instead of trying to deny or suppress the negative emotions like we typically do, especially men, such as disappointment or jealousy, work on accepting these emotions as they are. We all feel these emotions. We're, we're not rare. You know, we're not a liger. Okay. We have disappointment. We feel that. Accept it. Work through it. I think that's the biggest thing. Work through it. Acknowledge it. Understand why you're disappointed. Understand if it's fair. And then and then continue on. Learn from it. But don't just stifle them through so much so that it's like causing irritation or stress on your body. Yeah, man, because because disappointment is dictated in an environment of discomfort and a lot of times when you're trying to work through it and what do we always say discomfort creates growth you will not grow without discomfort you will be disappointed in some of your expectations and disappointed in the realities that come from those expectations it's going to happen and guess what it's good for you that's supposed to happen it's good for you because you're going to like you said man you're going to learn from it and you're going to grow from it and you're going to be able to reference it and you're going to be able to teach it. And like, there's so much that comes from those disappointments that we don't realize. We just kind of wallow in the disappointment rather than, you know, understanding that in the future, this is going to provide me X, Y, and Z. So yeah. I, I love, I love how, you know, disappointment gets tied into this as much as it sucks and it's hard, man. Like it's so important in the world of expectation versus reality. Um, the sooner we can understand it and utilize it, the better. But again, you know, have high expectations, I think, is our ultimate 
piece of advice here, though. It's okay to have high expectations. Yes, it's a risk-reward thing with, with high disappointment, maybe. But you, we should always have expectations for ourselves that are high because we prepared the right way to have those expectations. 100%, man. Make life sure. great. No doubt. So enjoy this Model Mindset Monday and kick the hell out of the week. Thank you.